Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust. Member FDIC. Truck.com and ask about the all new RSI Smart Cap. Zone coming to you live from the Oaklawn Hot Springs Studio, Oaklawn, Arkansas's only casino resort. Now here's Justin Agri and DJ Williams on the Buzz Radio Network. Ten percent luck, twenty percent skill, fifteen percent concentrated power of will, five percent pleasure, fifty percent pain, a hundred percent reason to remember the name. He doesn't need his name up in lights. He just wants to be heard. Whether it's the beat of the mic. Unlike everybody else alone In spite of the fact that some people still think that they know But no, he knows the code It's not about the salary It's all about Hello, the and making some noise Welcome back, hour two in the zone It's Chris Kane Have the lamb stopped screaming lately? You are Avery on screen cream But not today <laughs> Migs, multiple Migs in the next cell He hissed at you what, what did he say? I watched... Hey, Shad. Please don't. Please don't. It's I not, wa- not appropriate for radio. What? I watched Jodie Foster in True Detective recently. She's not lost her touch. She's still a great actress. I, mean, I, heard, that, I heard that was a turd, though. It was. Oh, it was a turd show. Can you put all those mics down so I can see Christian's beautiful face? Oh, yeah. Sorry. It's very, conf- very annoying. There you, there you go. There you go. Hey, How about that? Is that better? It's much better. Hey, you can see him? Yeah, I didn't see it. I, and did you like the? You liked it okay or no? No, no, it was bad. No good. No good. It bad. was bad. It bad. Was bad. Awful bad. It was bad. And it, it it does make me want to go back and rewatch the second season because I've heard the second season, which was panned widely after the first season. Vince Vaughn? Yeah, the Vince Vaughn season. Uh, I heard... Vince Vaughn has never done anything but exemplary work, and I do not appreciate any words to the contrary. I've heard, if on, on a rewatch, it is much better this time around. I liked Vince Vaughn in the first, or the second one, and I watched every bit of it. Okay. There I also go. loved uh, Mahershala, Mahershala Ali. Yeah. Yeah, his. I like that one because it had the Arkansas connections too. You obviously. mean Wes's kids? Yeah, that was cute. Speaking of Wes yeah. and Allison, uh, one of your former colleagues has landed. I cannot believe this. They caught me completely off guard. Oh, yeah. Had no idea that Todd Jacobian was going to Channel 4. What? This is amazing news. I had no clue. You didn't already know. I mean, there was no... It, no way it, for us to know. I mean, we just all thought, hey, he's out of the news business for good. He's just going to sit around and do something on social media. Maybe he's going to sell cars. I don't know. I will tell you, it's something I don't think the latest writer of True Detective could have figured out, though. Buddy, I'm no I'm no Inspector Gadget. I could not figure that out without help. I mean, I, I picked out the fact that uh, Bruce Willis was dead the whole time in Sixth Sense, <laughs> but I had no idea. That Todd Jacobian was going to Channel 4. That is remarkable news. Just six months later, you know where he is now. Mm. Amazing, isn't it? I thought he'd been kidnapped by aliens. To I'm be. just glad he's back for severe weather season, because i got to be honest. I uh, This is the time of year. I'm, I'm, I'm a nervous Nancy about severe weather. I don't like it. Growing up in this state, yeah. I remember those times of going down in the uh, in the crawl space of the basement no doubt. With, with the family. The Freddy hole? Not fun. Yeah. No. The Heidi hole. I uh I went from a house that had like uh, concrete block safety space to a second floor apartment. I'm in big trouble yeah. if something rips through downtown. So I guess I'll just take my chances. Fortunately, doesn't happen often. Doesn't. No. Doesn't. Mm-mm. But yeah, how about that? Todd Yacobian, Channel Four. The Yak is back. So happy for him. I know. Hey, I'm happy you, for us. What'd you call him? What, 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 what was his name so at Channel when, Seven? When Todd and I were at Channel Seven together, I was the third sports guy behind. Steve Sullivan, and the great, late Paul Eels. And I was proud to be third. So he would call me Trey, or three. And he was behind Ned, Barry, Melinda. So he's sitting at four, so I called him Quad. And uh, I told him, hey, why don't you come up next week? And he sent me a note and said, I can't do 12.30. How about 1.30? And I said, wow. And here all this time, I figured you were sitting home listening to our show, killing time. I am hurt. <laughs> So he's coming up next week anyway. Doesn't even know. Only out of a sense of guilt. Oh, uh, well, that was nice of him. Speaking of relationships between people. Go for it. There's Pat Bradley. We'll talk to him in two shakes. Uh, we don't even have to do the Red White Report anymore. It's not even sponsored, so who cares? We can do whatever the hell we want anymore. Uh, by the way, if you want to sponsor the Red White Report, it's available. Uh, Leslie prefers you you send her an email directly, like I'm going to in some way adulterate it. Uh, sales at signalmedia.com. You can just email me. You don't, you don't know that email address. You know me. 
Justin at 1037thebuzz.com. I'll get it in the right hands. Don't worry. Anyhow. Do you want to know my red-white report? I went to the game the other night. Which game? Uh, the Vanderbilt game. I was going to tell you about a relationship thing. Go for it. Yeah, yeah that, I was just going to tell you. Sparse crowd. Sparse. Spare, sparse, sparse. You say what two is the right way to say that? Sparse. He knows. Sparse. He just he misspoke. It's okay. Yeah. Three hour show. That's it. For you, it's a five minute <laughs> segment, but that's fine. You can misspeak as much as you want, whatever you want. Thank you. I do it all the time. Tell me about relationships. Uh, I was talking about relationships. I was talking about relationships with who was I just talking about? Pat Bradley's going to join us. I was talking about and I was talking about. Uh, I lost my train of thought now. Totally threw me off. No, no, thank you. That's what I do. Don't worry, you'll find it. No, I know you will. It's going to bother me. You'll find it at one thirty when the show's still on later. Don't worry. That's hilarious. Yes. Um, yeah, yak attack. God bless us. Uh, Relationships. Think know. about it. Eh, forget it. Maybe don't. Hey, quit jogging my memory. I'll jog it my own. Oh, that's exactly right. Uh, curb your enthusiasm. Thank you very much. You did it anyway. Uh, God rest, uh, boy, Richard Lewis's soul. His, his, uh, back and forth with Larry David, just so good and phenomenal. I've been watching their interactions all morning. It's so great. It made me think about, have you ever been friends with, and we're going to play some clips from them coming up. By the way, they talked a lot about death in, in a few different scenes, and it's really kind of crazy. And in fact, recently... In one of the scenes, they were playing golf, and he talked about leaving something to uh, t- to Larry, and he's like, "I don't want it. I got enough money." <laughs> anyway, uh, have you ever been with a guy? Because he Larry was responsible for screwing up a number of of Lewis's relationships, at least in the show. And so I'm curious. Uh, and there were a lot of problems where, well, Larry didn't like grooming people, but he didn't like a lot of the guy or girls that uh, that Lewis, Richard Lewis dated, and so he would have to sort of tolerate them. And at one point, like, he cut him off. He's like, you haven't talked to me. He's like, I'm the forgotten Jew over here. He's like, you don't even call me anymore. You don't talk to me. What's the problem? He's like, i got to be honest. He said, my therapist said I should confront you. He said, uh, <laughs> I just, your girlfriend, I just, I can't stand her. I don't like her. He's like, she shouldn't cut a buddy off over that. Have you ever sort of leaned away or limited contact with someone because you don't like their significant other? Yeah, and I lived with him in college at the time. He was a roommate. So there were three of us in a house. So you stole his year. girl. And it what, but it became like we didn't like her, and she practically lived there too. So Uh it became even worse. Was her name Yoko? uh, No, 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 Uh, Leslie. I mean, what? Anyway, so yeah, there was there was a moment like that, but I haven't had as much as as an adult. I think it's easier because there's just so much going on. Yeah, it's but like when a, you're younger, yeah, when you got kids, you can blame excuse, them. Easy excuse. If you got an adult, and, kids got this, that, and the other. Uh, I'm sorry, I haven't seen you in forever. But no, when you're in those younger years, college years, where you're hanging out, you're social, very you know, active all the time. It was harder to be like, okay, so we're going to this place tonight. Do we tell them? Do we say anything? I've been there. Yeah, it's hard. It is. It's hard. Do you have it now though? Do you uh, have any friends like <laughs> that you would be willing to? I don't talk about it too much. Yeah, I don't want to hurt any feelings. Bottom line is, though, I've been there. It's like, hey, she's... And I'm just like, oh, I don't want to... But I really love hanging out with him. I don't know. It's hard. I mean, you just go play golf or something, I guess. Stuff. Yeah. Mm. We're not going to a concert together. That's pretty good. I'm talking Pat Bradley in the Zone is brought to you by River City Flooring. Bradley off the screen for three. He's going to miss. He's been terrific in this first half. River City Flooring. The only thing better than their selection is their service. Visit RiverCityFlooringInc.com. RiverCityFlooringInc.com. All right, Pat Bradley, standing by. Sorry about that, Pat. We got sidetracked on the uh, Brandon Moving and Storage Hotline. You're a guy. Yeah, I hear you well. Okay, good. Because I'm uh, I'm on my um, high horse phone phone apparatus. You're on your so soapbox. You never know how it comes through. Are you on your high <laughs> horse or your soapbox? Make up your mind. <laughs> um, I was, well, I mean, you know, I can get on my soapbox pretty quickly. Yeah, I want you to. You know what, Pat? Here's the thing. I'm going to say this. I'm going to say this. Okay, how about Filipowski? How about Filipowski? <laughs> I mean, this kid comes back. He looks like LeBron James last night. I mean, come on. They had to carry him off like in a, in a wheelchair. I okay. Mean, come on. Christian, that's the second question of the day. Today. Bigger on, faker, Pol- Caitlin Clark or Filipowski on the store, uh, court storm? Or or let's, I mean, if you really want to add this in for so, Boston flavor, he was like Paul Pierce. No, Patrick. Well, as Paul, Pierce Paul Pierce. Here's nothing the thing. is as bad as the Thank ball. you. He got hurt in the hey. flow of the game, not a fan. Ah. No. Ah. I mean, hurt? Oh, Are we willing to say he hurt here? He wasn't. He had diarrhea. Let's be <laughs> yeah, that he was had the diarrhea. Story. Hey, that's so, tough to play listen, with. You want it, Kate, You want to roll him down your leg? Go ahead. Sorry. No, 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 no. Um, but Kate, Caitlin Clark missed a golden opportunity to, uh, like, I know she's popular, but she could have even had more fans if she just leaned into the idea or just said, listen, I was pissed off. 
we lost. And I just wanted to clock this girl as she was running on the floor. <laughs> and I did it. I'd been like, this is my hero. Yeah. Because we all know, like, when there ever is a court storming, the visiting team is usually used to winning a lot. Mm-hmm. And they're, they're mad that they lost. So anybody that comes near them, they're going to want to, they're going to want to, you know, rough them up a little bit. Mm-hmm. I'm here for it. I'm here for all of that. Are you of the opinion like, that Filipowski tried to push that fat kid to the floor too? I, I, I mean, I hope he did. <laughs> I hope he did. Is what I'm saying. Get out of my way, kid. You don't belong out here. And I agree, they don't. It's a good extension. I mean, if you look, he there was there was an extension. He also whenever. stuck his leg out. Yeah, yeah I think so too. And then he hurt your knee. That's what happens. Uh, the but, pro- I mean, that's that a Duke thing to do, though. The pro- I mean, it is. The whole, the whole thing is a Duke. Well, no, a Duke, a Duke thing to do is to make suggestions on what, how to handle it, like uh, Jay Billis did, and we'll hear from him in a second. All right, so um, you got those two situations, and they're kind of intriguing, and I do think that both players played some role in it, although they should not be put in that situation. I will concur with that as well. There's got to be a better plan to get people out of there. I don't know exactly what the idea is that's going to be perfectly – that's going to work perfectly, but I do know – that if I was in that situation, I would for sure be trying to clock somebody. Uh, and I don't have a problem with it, too. The problem with Caitlin Clark is she's America's darling right now, and she's got to play, she's got to take the high road and act like she's the victim. So, kind of sucks. I suck. think the only problem with admitting that you tried to do it is that there could be legal repercussions for that. No, I think if somebody I think they felt, could sue you. I felt threatened. Should that, the, the, the people yeah. that ran into them didn't get hurt. So I don't know how there's any legal... Yeah, I don't know about that. Anyway, let me ask you this, Pat. I have a bigger issue right now, and I keep losing my train of thought today. Maybe too much coffee, or maybe not enough. I don't know. All all is fair in love, war, and court storming. Concur. Pat Bradley, that is the the voice of a philosopher, okay? Put it on a bumper sticker. He's the man who also said when you're the repeating, when you're the defending champion, you don't have to repeat, but you have to. Compete. That's right. And he also made the great saying that only three things can say whatever they want. Pat, what are they? Oh, little kids, old people, and Charles Barkley. That's right. All right, I need a new metric, Pat. Here's the thing. I want you to talk about this on the SEC Network. There need, you know how they have, and again, this is not politically correct, but I don't give one damn. You know how the, there's the old metric about how hot she is and how crazy she is? And this could go for dudes, too. Maybe how much yeah. how much he's got to offer, and it could be a lot more than looks, and how, how nuts he is or how annoying he is. Girls, you can have your own metric. My point is, there's got to be a metric, Pat, <laughs> on how good and ranked a team is versus reputation. Because these stormings are based solely on reputation. Duke has no business having the court stormed yeah. against it when they're ranked eighth in the country. Kentucky wasn't even in the top 15, and they're storming the court there. Give me a break. You look dumb, LSU. You look dumb. The home of Shaquille O'Neal. The, sh- the home of Mahmoud Abdul Rauf. Pistol Pete. Pistol, Pistol Pete, Pete for yeah. God's sake. Pistol Pete's father. It's embarrassing. you got to have a higher metric, Pat. I need, I need a metric Simmons, where it's yeah. like, okay, you get extra uh, credit if it's a team that's not great historically, but they happen to be in the top five. Or if they're a great program and they happen to have an off year and they're only like sixth. Maybe I'll have the conversation, but I need the metric, Pat. I need I need a board drawn up. What about a rival? What about a rival? That's another one. That's another one. Because I'll give right. you like and if if a rival typically it's like okay, a team has to be in the top ten at least to storm the court, or top five to storm the court. If it's your rival and they're seventh and you're not ranked, I might give you a pass. Right. That's a great point. What about like breaking Iowa, the streak? State, Iowa, what about like breaking like if if Arkansas beats Alabama one day, maybe. In football, they should be able to storm the field because they'd break the streak of yeah. whatever it is, 17, I don't even know. I don't care right if now. the game's being played in Tuscaloosa. They should storm <laughs> Donald W. Reynolds' Razorback Stadium or whatever they're calling it these days. They should. This happened. But this streak ha- breaking should matter. This happened, Pat. Iowa State lost 15 in a row to Iowa when I was in college. It was in Iowa City. They won at Iowa City. They broke in to Jack Trice Stadium and ripped the goalpost down, all. carried it to Lake Laverne, and threw it in. <laughs> and amazing. I applaud them. That's amazing. <laughs> Anyway, so that is great. Do you guys think that um, there is more court storming, let's just say, in 2024 than there was in 1994? Yes. It does seem that way, yes. I think because, Pat, I have a theory. It is a look-at-me society. Also, people have less respect for athletes and coaches. And it's like the other day. Yeah. When, when Kevin Durant is running out for warm-ups and some lady is trash-talking him and using... Uh, words that shouldn't be used in mixed company. I'm like, 
do we have no respect for the people we're paying money to go see? But I do think the kids are dying to be a part of the action. It's like, I'm a loser. Yeah. I can't play at that level. Let me get down on the field. And and, and the thing is, too, to get the, the selfie, like they're all running with their phones, mm-hmm. right? So it's also like a social media thing where yeah. that's clout. You know what I mean? Like, oh, you've got the... the, the you know, the selfie with Filipowski as he's being, like, limped off <laughs> And crying. I hate to keep bringing him up, yeah, yeah. but I'm sorry. I'm uh, sorry. I'm sorry. Well, leave it to a lawyer who went to Duke to come up with the best case fix. Kidnapping. And But the truth is, nothing's going to change now. We're going to talk about it. It's going to go away. And nothing's going to change. And if they wanted to stop it, they could stop it tomorrow. Uh, the, the, the administrators will tell you that uh, security experts tell them that it's not, it's not a good idea to try to stop the court storming, that that could cause more problems than it would solve. But you don't have to stop the court storming. One time, all you have to do is once they're on the court, don't let them off. Just, just say you're all detained and give them all citations or arrest them if you want to. And then court stormings will stop the next day. Um, there's no accountability for this. It, 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 the fans feel like it's an entitlement, and the universities like it, and the truth is we like it. We don't, I don't know if I like court storming. Pat, what do you think about Jay I mean, Billis uh, suggesting we kidnap I, people who go onto the court? <laughs> <laughs> that, that, that's bold. That's a bold strategy, Cotton. Is that what the, is that yeah. what the movie is? Yes. We'll see if it pays off. Dodgeball. Yes. If you can dodge yeah, a security uh, guard, you can dodge a wrench and you can dodge a ball. That's what the game would be eventually. Like, it would become a, okay, let's storm it and let's see if we can also escape. Pat, I had a like, uh, I had a similar dumb idea. Let me see, let me run this one by you. You put a guy in the, in the, in the rafters with a uh, rifle, right? And you, you, you shoot one person that runs on the court in the leg, okay? Won't kill him, but it'll harm him. I'm thinking if the chances of me getting shot in the leg are more than zero, I'm not running out there. You agree? Uh, too much? Just too much. Okay. Very, Carlin, very Carlin-like. Yeah. That's definitely something he would come up with. How yeah. bad do you want to stop it? <laughs> I, I, but, I mean, they're not savage animals. They're, like we just described no, They're them. drunken collegiate, they're, uh, collegiate students. Yeah. Yes, exactly. That is, that they're, not try, they're not trying, as, as much as it may seem like it, nobody is really trying to hurt Caitlin Clark or Phil right. Pelsky. They're just trying to act. They got nothing better to do, and and uh, honestly, I just I don't understand how we can't have every like. It's always you gotta have this or that. Like, why can't we have every? Like, why can't it be a situation where um, you do have uh, the 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 yellow rope or the yellow tape or how about this how about have a security guard that aren't 70 year old like people right like so you know what i mean come on now i mean there are a lot i mean i love 70 year old people my mother is and father close to 70 (laughs) yeah i love your mother too but she ain't stopped me from getting on the court nice nice save there pat i love 70 year olds my mother and he's not an ageist he loves old people pat loves old people more than most people i know but justin but justin right i mean my mother if, she, if if you want to stop court storming, mm-hmm. my mother's not the one. Right? No, you're right. You're, frankly, at his age, your father's not the one either, and he's a he's a <laughs> relatively large fella comparatively to your mother. So, uh, I think it's funny, and I think Pat, you'll appreciate this as a guy who's a fan of the movie. I think Jay Billis has seen a Bronx Tale too many times. I, it's like he's like, okay, here's what you do. Oh, okay, you you go, you you go over, you tell all the kids, it gets real quiet, and you go, now you can't leave. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Give them all citations. Like they would, they would love that. Yeah, that would. It's, it's like a badge of I honor, just, right? It's a badge of honor, and they do it more. I, I don't know. I mean, I don't think I, I'd like to believe we live still, still live in somewhat of a civil society where nobody's going to get killed, right? I mean, you might have a, a student run into a player, but nobody is going to get. Killed out there, you know what I'm saying? I, mean, we still, uh, I draw the can line. I still at believe death. in that. Yeah, you can. You know, Chris had a great point. Clemson football lets everybody on the field after every game, but they let the other team get off the field first before they allow the fans on. And and Chris's point is, you need to normalize coming onto the field of play. But you you and if you do it, you do it under your own sort of specifications. Yeah, talk about it. Talk yeah. about it. What, hey, what was the what was the football game where where that. Uh, one of the players was running off, and he just creamed that, like, just 
smoked at uh, one of the students. I think it was, she was a girl. Yeah. But, I mean, I think football is much more dangerous than, than what you would get at basketball. Yeah, just I, dis- because- I disagree only because of the, the the large area. Now, you have more fans, so maybe it's yeah. maybe it's six and one half dozen. But you have such a large playing field, Pat, but you do have maybe 80,000 fans versus, you know, 18,000 fans. So there's that. I guess that's true. Football plays generally a little bit more physical than basketball guys. I disagree. But. Listen, I've been sticking up for you guys as the best athletes going. DJ Williams over here Thank talking you. about track and field. I'm like, yeah, you got a guy who can run 100 meters but can't catch a ball for $100. Forget about it. I mean, I'll give me basketball guys because they're what, Pat? They're mobile. They're agile. They're not too fragile. And sometimes they're a little bit hostile, as the great Dickie V once <laughs> said. So give them their due. I, I'll take a basketball dude over just about anybody, especially if his name starts with LeBron. Did, yeah, oh, no doubt. Did you guys happen to see on um, Mad, Mad Dog, Mad Dog Russo? Um, oh, my gosh, his top five, mo- top five most list? athletic sports. I heard he I heard he uh, got his diaper on and walked off set the other day because he didn't like something. Is that true? Yeah. I don't know. Go ahead. What, what was his top five? was terrible, though. What was it? Top five what? Oh, it was Christian. It was the worst. Oh, it was so bad. I'll pull and it I respect him. I love him a lot. I think he's entertaining, but I don't know how much I respect him. Yeah. Well, it was, I think, well, he had curling. Just put it this way. Yeah, he had, he had curling, curling in there. For best athletes? No, it, it, I think it was, okay. Mad Dog's hardest Most sports hardest to play. Sport. Number one was yeah, baseball, yeah, he yeah. says. Number two is golf. Number three is tennis. Number four is curling. Number five is football. What was, what was one? Baseball. Baseball. He's being sarcastic. He can't believe that. Yeah, also, he he's an old school baseball guy. And, and but curling, there's, out of there's an, but it. there is an argument to be made that it it is the single hardest action to hit up. Yeah, 98 yeah. or 100 mile an hour that, fastball. It's, we're debating skill exactly. versus athleticism. I agree. That's DJ's biggest hang up. Yeah. Golf is a hard thing, but you can't call golfers the best athletes. Golfers are 10 times more athletic than they were 30 no, no, years no. ago. It's just hardest call... sports to play. That's yeah, the I list. Hardest call... sports to play. I wouldn't call golf the hardest sport to play. You can improve at it if you do it a ton. I don't think curling is the hardest sport. No, I think if I not. if I worked on curling 24-7, if I, sp- if I had an 8-hour <laughs> a day job and then I went and worked at curling <laughs> 2 hours a night every night of the week, I think I for sure could be an Olympic curler. What about I believe that. Tennis at 3, though. Tennis at three seems like I don't think ten. What about hockey? What Hockey's about, hard hockey as hell. Super hard. Most that people can't even skate. And by the way, I played boot <laughs> hockey before. Chris, you're a hockey yeah. guy. Oh, yeah. I played boot hockey where you run around on your shoes, but you're trying to hit an actual puck with an actual stick. It's hard as hell. It looks so easy because they're good at it. It's really hard Imagine to slap a, a puck yeah. really well. Figure skating. I mean, it's yeah. it's like soccer on skates. And you have a stick, and you have to hit yeah. this puck. It's extremely hard. I always discount. This is bad on me. I discount everything that's judged. I discount anything that's judged. Oh, yeah, yeah. Gymnastics yeah, is incredible, but I, I discount all I was, of them. I was going to say, how gymnastics isn't on this list. Hardest sports to play. Yeah. I mean, we're debating on this show. You could die. Could we even walk across a 16-foot, 4-inch beam? That's what I told these guys. They couldn't I know. do it. I said, the I thing is, though... And with um, a rack in yourself. There, there are some sports, like gymnastics, you have to... Like, some of the non-negotiables in gymnastics, you have to have a certain level of God-given athleticism. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. that can't be learned. You know what I'm saying? Where, like, something, like... That's that basketball, too. coordination. It's genetics. Yeah. I mean, in some cases. Yeah. Like, you just have the genes. Not mine. I had genetic. Wait, I had genetics. They just weren't weren't the, weren't the right ones. Well, that's me too. I got jeans. I got uh, had some jabos as a kid. Some Lee jeans. I had some Levi's. I had all the jeans. But my kid is. Uh, my I'll tell you this is a true story because I played basketball growing up and I I was okay. I mean, like my high school was really bad. I was okay. Um, and my kid. Yeah, thank you. My kid. Uh, my kid was like, I, I like basketball, and I'm like, listen, I'm gonna tell you straight up. Like, I think you should stick to baseball. It's really hard for a kid that's gonna be five nine to be yeah. good at basketball. Like, you're gonna have to put all kinds yeah. of time in where you can be relatively competitive with a lot less work. Not the baseball is easy, but I mean, like, there, it's such a mm-hmm. huge disadvantage being short, more so than yeah. baseball, yeah, baseball or football. Even a football, really. like, you can be a short guy and still compete. At a high level, you hockey you can be short. You can't have basketball, yeah. but you yeah. got to be a one percenter to be an elite basketball player if you're super short. It's hard. It's definitely yeah. the the most like you have to have the right genetics to be able to be an elite player. Sport. Yeah, I mean, no yeah. offense, Pat, but like if you were five ten, you're not playing in Arkansas. No, 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 no. Yeah, no. I mean, I, every I I needed I I got as much out of my flesh and bones than I than I think. I mean, would you agree? I got as much out of my flesh and bones than that I could. Yeah. Right? You had a great career at Arkansas. You played overseas in France, and you got a pair of really nice NBA socks. 
<laughs> yeah, it's exactly right. A lot of people would kill I mean, for I, that. I, you couldn't ring any. You couldn't ring anything more out of this body. There are a million guys that would love to have that career. You know, that's there's nothing. Uh, there's nothing but joy out of that. You should be very proud. Anyway, we uh, successfully went an entire segment today without talking about Razorback basketball. Kudos <laughs> to you. And uh, there you go. We got to run. I appreciate uh, you, buddy. Love you, boys. Love you, PB. Love you, buddy. Good, All right, boys. good work. Always great to talk to you guys. That was love fun. It. Pat Bradley off topic. That's the best segment ever. Love it. All right. Thanks to River City Florin. We appreciate them. And I know they enjoyed that as well. I hope they did. Thanks, Terry. Appreciate indulging us. Can't talk basketball all the time with Pat. It's been a tough year. Ugh. Especially after this past week. Ugh. Ugh. Dr. O'Malley's coming up. You know has been injured? Arkansas's pride. He can't fix that. But he can fix some other stuff. We'll talk to him about some injuries. If you've got any, you can call. This is the first time you're going to get this. And then last. Until next time. Free medical advice at 661-1037. Medicine. Ex- except for it's got to be related to orthopedics. Because oh, if okay. you're having like a heart condition, that's not his jam. He could probably help, but that's not his specialty. You One zero three seven. The Buzz is your home for Arkansas Razorback basketball. Coverage is brought to you by Crane Hyundai of Conway, Blackman Auctions, Bell Chevrolet, and Arkansas Scholarship Lottery. Watney Chevrolet is your destination for big Chevy savings. For a limited time, get a 2024 Equinox SUV for just $22,390. Or a roomier 2024 Tahoe SUV for just $65,499. Restrictions apply. So be sure to visit WatneyChevrolet.com to learn more about these big Chevy deals. Or stop by and see us at 1301 TP White Drive in Jacksonville for a test drive and more savings on your favorite Chevy models. Chevrolet. Together, let's drive. This is SportsCenter. In college basketball last night, Arkansas State handled business on the road, taking down Coastal Carolina 71-60 behind forward Isaiah Nelson, 16 points and 12 rebounds. This was the Red Wolves' sixth win in a row. They'll go for seven in a row on Saturday when they take on first place Appalachian State for their final game of the regular season. In the SEC, fourth-ranked Tennessee won their matchup with 11th-ranked Auburn, 92-84, behind Dalton Connects, 39 points. Tennessee has a huge matchup with Alabama on Saturday as both teams are 12-3 in conference play. And tonight in college basketball, the Woodrock Trojans will try to continue a streak of their own as they go for their eighth straight win. They'll be hosting Tennessee State at the Jack Stevens Center. Tip is set for eight. Radio coverage can be heard on 106.7 Buzz 2. TV coverage will be on ESPNU. I'm Christian Weaver with the Buzz Radio Network. After I drop the kids off, I have to run across town for a meeting, hit the gym during lunch, Jake has soccer tonight, and Emily has gymnastics? Oh, did I turn on the Crock-Pot this morning? (laughs) With a never-ending to-do list, it's easy to forget something important, like setting up a life insurance plan with Shelter Insurance. Your local shelter agent can show you how to create a safety net for your family. Shelter Life Insurance Company, Columbia, Missouri. See Gary Elmore in Lone Oak, Justin Stewart in Malvern, or Drew Self in Hot Springs. Political strategist and host of the Sunday Buzz, Bill Vickery, gets in the mix with the guys on Morning Mayhem, brought to you by Sauce Bar and Oven. Online at saucedlr.com and by the Butcher Shop Steakhouse, home of the best steak and prime rib in all of Little Rock. Hey, Razorback fans, it's Quinn Grovey. Check out the new location of Bell and Sword in Conway. Suits, shirts, vests, also polos with Arkansas logo gear from Johnny O and Peter Millar. A store within a store with Arkansas-made Martin Demon shoes and leather goods. Fantastic service with a tailor-owned staff to fit you perfectly. Go to the new location, Bell & Sward, 1011 Oak Street, Conway, or on Facebook and Instagram. Listen for Champs and Chumps Fridays during the Zone. Brought to you by Rowdy Hog Pickleball, the only dedicated pickleball store in the state. Located in the outlets of Woodrock next to H&M, Rowdy Hog Pickleball, your one-stop shop to pickleball success. Too busy to call into the show? Text us on the Southern Structural Solutions text line at 501-661-1037. Or message us on our live fan feedback. Now, back to the zone.
11.36 and you're in the zone. Dr. O'Malley standing by on the Brandon Moving and Storage Hotline. He's with UAMS. And as I mentioned, if you want some free medical advice, as long as it's related to orthopedics, like if you want to, like some cancer help or, uh, you know, maybe like uh, you need some heart, you get some heart issues, maybe we point you in another direction. I'm sure Doc's got some background. You know, there's general practice I'm sure you had to go yeah, through yeah, along you, the way. They give you kind of, every, you get kind of an overview when you start out, right, Doc? I mean, they don't just make you uh, an orthopedist yeah. right out of the gate. Yeah, but I, I don't want to. I'm just a dumb orthopedist. You don't really <laughs> want me taking care of your heart. <laughs> Bones and joints. That's what we're talking today. Yeah. Heart yeah, issues. Uh, yeah, we'll call somebody else. Problem. Yeah, that's like a, I approached a lawyer one time, and I was like, hey, if this happens and this happens, can I sue the guy? And she's like, uh, I don't know. I do contract law, like corporate contract. I don't I don't really deal with that. Specialty stuff. I'm like, it's the law. It's all the same. You're like, you know what? I'm going to go watch two seasons of Suits, and I'll figure this out before you, you'll tell me. There's no doubt. Yeah. Mike, Ross exactly. Mike Ross would have tackled it. Yeah. yeah. Um, okay, so let's talk about some injuries. And uh, what were we talking about before that? I won't get Doc into our, our little shenanigans. I won't ask him about that. Um, what do you think is the hardest sport to play? Is that was the question was? Yeah. What do you think is the hardest? Doc, you've been around a lot of athletes. What do you think is the hardest sport to play? What were some offerings? Some okay, so legitimate offerings, leg- not dumb ones. Well, Chris d- brought up water polo in the break, and I'm like, that would be that hard was as one, heck. One of the texters wrote in, kudos to one of our texters from the 479 who said water polo. I got when that was suggested, it's hard for me just knowing what that takes to the top. What do you think, Doc? I would, yeah, I agree. I think water polo. Like if you get out there, I mean, you can't touch the bottom. You're swimming the entire time. You're wrestling underwater. Like uh, that's hard to beat. Someone is I mean, trying to drown you. Wrestling would be up there too. Wrestling. Yeah. Yeah, wrestling's tough. I didn't want to do it. I didn't because there's the whole weight cutting it, thing. It's too. top five hardest sports to play, and they did this on ESPN. And so here are the top five, Doc. Number five, football. Number four, curling. Number three, <laughs> That's dumb. tennis. Number two, golf. And number one, baseball. Hitting a baseball is supposed yeah. to be the hardest thing in sports. Th- right. I mean, curling, you can drink a beer and play at the same time. So I'm not really yeah. sure I'd put that at the top of mm-hmm. like, that's like, like a, I'm a dad playing on the sidelines. So that sounds like, I like curling. It's fun, but I don't know that it's that hard. I like curling. You've done it? Yeah, dude. Have you never done it? No. It's pretty fun. Where do you do yeah. curling at? At the stadium? Not around here. I did okay. it. We had it in residence. Okay. Yeah, like one of the ice rinks had a curling. Like, you go out and curl. Like, they'd like take your beer and go curl. I bet if like we started, a, if they would let us start a curling league at the stadium, I bet people would do it. They love all kinds of stuff. They're, like, the Little Rock Kickball kind of Association is yeah, huge. Yeah. Just yeah, Larry does. Larry does a great job yeah. with that. But, I mean, I think it's just because it's a novelty. People would be down for it. Yeah. I don't know. Okay, so Texter writes in, just Chuck, he said, wasn't there a group of dads that decided to create a curling team and practice for seven months they end up making the Olympics? I don't know I think that. I do remember that story, actually. Yeah, there's that. that's dumb. It doesn't belong on the list. It's idiotic. Anyway, all right, let's get to some real uh, Doc stuff here. I got a question for you already, Doc. Look at that. Chuck wants some free advice. Chuck, what do you got? You're on with Dr. O'Malley from UAMS. Thank you, thank you. Um, I had had some uh, what I thought was rotator cuff problems for about the last eight months, um, soreness, Certain positions were excruciatingly painful, um, and I was a little worried about it. And this past weekend, I was getting rid of an old refrigerator, and I was lifting it in the back of a truck. And I not only could I feel, but I could actually hear noises coming from my shoulder, and it hurt very, very badly. And I thought I had done some catastrophic damage to my shoulder. I woke up the next day, and my shoulder felt better than it's felt in eight months. What could have, What could that have been? Yes, I mean, you probably have some bursitis or tendonitis. You might have stretched it out while you're doing that, while you're moving that stuff around. Um, and so it's, it's one of the, or you could have had um, uh, what's called adhesive capsulitis or frozen shoulder where your shoulders get stiff. Again, you stretched it out. So uh, if your shoulder, shoulders can pop a little bit, that's not worrisome as long as it doesn't hurt. So if you're feeling better, I wouldn't worry about it too much. But if you start to say this gets worse, or particularly I'm having night pain, uh, it's waking me up at night, I'd definitely get in to see somebody for that. No, it's, it, it was probably three or four days ago, and it, and it feels better and continues to feel better than it has in forever. So then I'm I not would worried just keep about doing it anymore. I'm just, I'm I very, would not worry about it. I, I'm just very curious. It was very weird to injure myself to improvement. I've I've never experienced that before. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah, it's not a common story, but it can happen. All right, Chuck. I'm glad your uh, shoulder is unfrozen or whatever the heck it is going on there. Thank you for the time, <laughs> uh, Doc. Have you seen this device? I'm going to ask you about this too. I wasn't on my list, but. 
uh, I can't remember who it is. Maybe it's like, um, who's the quarterback that does stuff on ESPN that I really like? Uh, Dan Orlovsky. Orlovsky. Yeah. I think he's one of the guys promoting it. It's like, a, it's like a thing with a ball on it, and you swing it around if you've got a shoulder issue. Have you seen this device? And it's supposed to like help your shoulder pain? I don't know. I think I, 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 I searched for shoulder pain one time two years ago, and it's still, it comes up on my phone all the time. Yeah, it's it's pop probably, up on ours, too. So, yeah. A lot of people have shoulder pain because like, they'll go to the gym, they work out, they're like, my shoulder still bothers me. It's because when you're at the gym, you're working your pec, you're working your big muscles. They're not working the rotator cuff, small muscles in their shoulder. Mm-hmm. And so sometimes that's probably working the rotator cuff and strengthening their shoulder. So that's underlying. That's what it does. It's the same thing our therapy does. Yeah. But that his thing's probably a whole lot cheaper than sending a therapy. I'll tell you something super dumb. I went to uh, Mexico a couple years ago and I played volleyball all day, like five of the days I was there. In the pool, on the beach, everywhere. Came back, shoulders killing me for like a month. So I was like, okay, next time I go, I'm going to prep. <laughs> so like for two months beforehand, that's I'm doing... that's what it is, yeah. I, it's true. Yeah. I was doing rotator cuff stuff, like these little things where you're like stretching it and strengthening it. And these, I've got, a, I found some exercise online. Went down there, played all week, no problem. Yep. Boom. So that's all you had to do. Yes, doctor, heal thyself. Uh, anyway, most of the stuff you need to know, you can find on Google. But if you really need to be that's fixed... That's exactly what Dr. O'Malley wants you to say, you, right there. Well, yes. If you're really broken, he's got to fix you, though. <laughs> Preventative medicine, though, you can find some good ideas on, on uh, the YouTube, right, Doc? I think it's great. No, I'm happy. It's great when people try that, because then we know it's not going to work, right? Um, and a lot of people, times people come in, like, I hurt. I'm like, well, try these exercises. It's really all you need to do. So by them trying that before they come in, they've at least checked that off of, hey, we don't need to do that. We'll move on to step number two, which a lot of times is imaging or injection, uh, if they've done the therapy already. Have, has the internet... Uh that's helping, but has it hurt you guys in your profession anyway? Like it has in general practitioners, where people come in and are insistent, like this is what it is. I looked it up, and you're and they're like, no, it's not. Has that the same thing happened with you guys, where people come in and think they could self-diagnose, even though it's orthopedics and they don't know what's on the inside? Yes, uh, and I don't mind people, but if you came to me for my opinion and you're paying for my opinion, you'd be nice to just listen to my opinion. I don't care if you want to listen to it or not, but like that's the the hard part. It's like we are trained. And so just because what you read, and that's the problem, like people are like, well, AI can take over what we do. Actually not, because if you don't put in good symptoms, you're not going to get the right diagnosis. So a lot of what I'm doing is I'm listening to what the patient's telling me, but I'm also examining and going, well, that sounds like a rotator cuff, but it's actually not a rotator cuff because of this. Um, and so um, it's a combination of looking at the patient, also hearing what they're telling you to make the right diagnosis. And sometimes they don't want to hear it, um, and they just want to tell you what their problem is. I always wonder why they come in to see me if that's what they want to do. Um, but my job is to try to get them better and to give them the correct diagnosis. Well, everybody know who's seen the doc uh, was happy with the diagnosis and the fix. So leave him, leave him alone and just listen to him. Uh, Trey Young, hopefully listening to his doctors, he has a torn radial collateral ligament, and it's listed as the fifth finger in his left hand. I'm like, I don't know if that's the thumb or the pinky, but why don't you just say the thumb or the pinky? Anyway, the, he's the pinky. undergoing surgery. Okay. Yeah, so that's actually interesting um, because it's actually something he needs surgery for because gripping a basketball, you can't do when that ligament's torn. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that's why he's having it. That, that ligament provides him the ability to have good grip strength so he can play basketball. Uh, it sounds like it's, what, four to six weeks for him to come back. They'll probably put some suture in there to protect the repair because even at four to six weeks, it's not completely healed um, but that should be enough time for him to come back and, and return from that injury. Uh, Justin Verlander's shoulder says it's ramping up the intensity of his throwing during a bullpen session this week. This is according to MLB.com. So coming back from any kind of shoulder problem, and I, it's interesting because I talked to Hagen Smith about this. So in the same vein, uh, I want to ask you about pitchers coming back, and I realize that these guys work out, they pitch, they throw on the off season, they're preparing for the season. But even Hagen Smith, a guy who's an All-American, is going to be put on somewhat of a limitation on the number of pitches they're going to let them throw in a game until they get a little further down the road. What's the proper, in your experience, Doc, what's the proper process there? Yeah, so and I've even seen a couple um, high school athletes that are playing next year at D1 schools that they're not ready to pitch yet, even though seasons are starting. The reason is they're not stretched out well enough. I have patients that come in and you ask, what can they do? Um, so big thing for, for pitchers is they get – internal rotation deficit or GERD, the acronym we use for it, mm-hmm. they, they lose internal rotation. It's because of throwing a baseball so much. And they need to do what's called the sleeper stretch. And a lot of schools don't focus on this, but if you notice any major league pitcher before, when they're warming up, a lot of what they're doing is actually stretching before they ever touch that mound. Um, and so preparing for the season and even the beginning of the season and throughout the season, our pitchers need to be doing, and even throwers in general, need to be doing stretches 
and particularly the sleeper stretch, so they don't get a really tight posterior capsule or the back of their shoulder gets tight, and that causes them to hurt and not be able to throw with velocity. And so a good stretching program and then progressing instead of just going, I'm just going to go through a bullpen session, they're throwing short, uh, short toss and then long toss, and then they're getting on the mound. They're not killing it initially when they get on the mound, and then they're progressing back into full form. Um, and so it, it takes months. Like, to get our pitchers ready, it's really a two- to three-month process. It's not a, hey, baseball starting, you're going to go pitch next week. Um, that's where we get our pitchers in trouble, and that's why they get hurt. Most of our pitchers' issues are a stretching problem and a progression problem. They're not acclimated to pitching at the level that they need to be when the season starts. Gotcha. All right, we got to run. If you need Doc, uh, get a hold of him and listen to him when you get there. 501-526-1046, uamshealth.com slash orthopedics, and three locations, Autumn Road, Colonel Glenn, and Shackelford West. Doc, thank you. Catch you in a couple weeks. Sounds good. Thanks, guys. All right, 1147, back in a second. We're talking to Little Rock Mayor Frank Scott. Got a few things we need to get into, and I'm pinning them down. I'm back downtown now. I owe the guy dinner. We're going to knock it out. We're going to cash. I owe him a lobster. Oh, you do? A Lannister always pays his debts. He went to Memphis. I went to Iowa State. They played in the bowl game uh, over in Memphis. Oh, okay. And they yeah. killed us. There you go. And uh, I owe him dinner. And I'm Time ready to pay, pay up. up. I'm trying to. He's, he's busy running a city. I'm like, you need to knock it off. Deserve it. You deserve a break. Quit it. Do what I want to do. Say what I want to say. Live how I want to It's the grand opening of the indoor pickleball facility at the Little Rock Athletic Club. And in celebration, you can join the Little Rock Athletic Club for 50% off March 1st through March 10th with no monthly contracts. The Little Rock Athletic Club is hosting a pickleball tournament for members and non-members April 4th through the 6th. So mark your calendars and save the date. It's official. The indoor pickleball facility at the Little Rock Athletic Club is now open. And you can join for 50% off March 1st through March 10th. If there's anything green in your yard right now, it's probably a weed, and you need to do something about it. Weed control and fertilization service from Sanders Ground Essentials is easier and less expensive than doing nothing or even trying to do it yourself. 315-9395 or go online at sandersground.com. Let's get growing. Roger, did you know that Oakland Sports is the mobile app that lets you bet anywhere in Arkansas? Anywhere. So I can bet the over when I'm in Dover. Indeed you can. I can take the underdog in Dogtown. Absolutely. You're telling me I can bet on the pigskin and piggin'? Yep. Hoops in Humnoak, baseball in Bauxite, long shots in Lavaca. All of the above. Anywhere, huh? Anywhere. Nice. Easy to use and even easier to fund. Bet with confidence. Bet with Oaklawn Sports. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-522-4700. Stacked Commercial Truck and Trailer has five service trucks available providing you on-site service to get you back on the road. If that doesn't do it, Stacked has a new state-of-the-art 13-bay shop for service and repair on all Class A trucks, trailers, RVs, light and medium-duty commercial vehicles, tires, brakes, AC, engine repair, transmissions, differentials, and driveline repair. Stacked commercial truck and trailer repair. Get stacked two miles off 530 exit 34 in Whitehall. 1037 The Buzz is home for Razorback basketball. Be sure to stick around after the game for the Guatney Chevrolet Guatney Buick GMC postgame show with Wes Moore and Josh Neighbors, live from Walk-Ons in Little Rock, presented in part by Ortho, Arkansas, and First Security Bank. Sumo 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 is Arkansas's first ever exhibition of sumo wrestling, featuring the world's largest sumo, Hiroki, who stands 6'4", 580 pounds. Featured in the movie John Wick 4, he will go belly-to-belly against a 6'4", 500-pound Raimi and Mindy, who is 5'10", and weighs 330 pounds. In addition, they will wrestle celebrities Roger Scott, Heather Baker, and Don Gooch. All the action will be in Hot Springs at the Bank OZK Arena on March 3rd at 6 p.m. Tickets can be purchased at www.hotsprings.org slash events. It's the largest and heaviest moving part in your home. It's the garage door. It never fails at a convenient time. Trust Overhead Door Company of Little Rock to keep your garage door running smoothly 24-7, 365. With same-day service and trusted technicians, Overhead Door Company of Little Rock is the team to call. The original Red Ribbon Garage Door Company since 1967. Call 501-510-6399 or schedule online at overheaddooroflittlerock.com. What's going on, everyone? DJ Williams here, and I got to tell you about 
still a deal you can take advantage of, but you got to do it now. You're running out of time here in the month of February at Guatney Chevrolet. They're basically giving away cars. They still have that under 3% interest for that new Silverado that they got for you out there. Compare that to the national rate sitting about 7 8%. Yeah, they're really trying to save you some money. Also got a great deal on a 24 Equinox. This thing is sharp. I saw it just the other day. You can get that. You won't believe it. For under $23,000. Not only do they have amazing prices and low interest rates, well, they're going to make sure that they take care of you when it comes to that monthly payment. They're not going to need you to make a payment for the first 120 days. That's right. Four months, no payments, under 3%. I'm telling y'all, it's a great thing they got going out in Jacksonville right now. That's off the Gregory Street exit. Go visit my friends at Guatney Chevrolet. Can't get enough of us on the radio? Follow us on Twitter at JustinAkry7, at DJ45Williams, and at Seaweaver1037. This ain't Texas. Ooh. Ain't no hold'em. Hey. All right, 1151 in the zone. We are awaiting the uh, call from the mayor, and I'm sure he tried to call. We were in the break, but um, I think he tried to call a minute ago, so my bad. Uh, we're going to cash soon, he and I, and whoever he wants to bring in, whoever I decide to bring. Lobster was the agreement? My, I was going to get a steak if I won, and okay. he, he won a lobster wow. if he won. So okay. I'm like, fine, totally cool. I felt great. Iowa State was give, getting like 10 points in the game, or given 10 points. They were a 10-point favorite, and they got smoked. Memphis played their best game of the year. They were at home. Yeah, they were at home. They were at home. But still. Yeah. That's embarrassing. I've never been so embarrassed. I kind of like that. I like I like the idea, like if, if my home team had an opportunity to host a bowl game. And they might. And they, Yeah. Central Florida could play in that's Orlando. Fun. I mean, but I don't live there. You know, like yeah. if you live close and you live there, I would actually like that as opposed to, unless you're going to the playoff, hey, let me just stay home and watch my team one more time. Or I don't play, need to go anywhere. Playing a game that's close and regional and easy. Agreed. Yeah. If, if it's a couple hour driving distance, but man, if you're going out to El Paso, if you're going somewhere far away, it's like. Yeah. I, I think the days of going across country for a game yep. that doesn't matter is becoming more challenging. People have limited entertainment funds and they don't want to spend it necessarily good but again if it's in dallas nashville you know even i'm sorry to say it shreveport i mean oh yeah they're here yeah it's close it's easy it's drivable new orleans hello hello i'll walk there uh anyway cash little rock is here to help if you want to settle a bet like i'm trying to do 501-850-0265 is the number if you want to set up a private event or uh head over there just pop over there. You can stop for a private event. Love what Payne's doing over there, man. I know it's great stuff. CashLittleRock.com yeah. is their website. Again, casual lunches. You want to go for a nice romantic dinner this weekend. Um, obviously, set the tone for the evening or the weekend. It's a great place to do that as well. But I love the variety of the menu with salads. And they've got entrees like burgers and salmon. They've also got wraps and sandwiches and things like that. And then uh, the pizzas. Pizzas are very good. People sleep on those, but those are really good. Today's Thursday. Fried catfish is the lunch special. They do a fried chicken special on Fridays. And, uh, again, it's a great place for an event. So if you've got a client event coming up or a special family event or you even want to start booking holiday parties, Cash is the Place. And, again, online at C-A-C-H-E-LittleRock.com. We'll see you downtown. Free valet parking, too. How do you do? That's the best kind. The stuff that doesn't cost. It's 1154. Let's go to the Brandon Moving and Storage Hotline. There he is, the mayor, Frank Scott, Jr. What do you say there, mayor? I'm doing good, Acre. How about yourself, man? I'm I'm good, sir. Uh, listen, a Lannister always pays his debts, and it has been too long. I'm back downtown now. I can stroll to cash. <laughs> we got to settle up on this bet. I'll get, we got to get it done here soon. I know you're busy running a city, but... Some things have to take priority over that, like hanging eat. out. You got to eat. Yeah, it's it's good. You need sustenance. Believe me, we're gonna uh, catch up on that bet. I can't wait for you to give me all the the best lobster in the city of Little Rock. So, um, as you know, I'm a pescatarian, so I'm not gonna eat the steak, but I'm gonna have some lobster. I'm gonna have one. He's gonna be like this. I know he's gonna be like, we beat you by a lot. Like maybe I get one now, one to take home. I don't know. I mean, it's pretty bad. Pretty bad beat down. Uh, we definitely get second. So. Yeah, I'll tell you this: uh, whoever wins the marathon this weekend deserves at least a lobster, maybe a surf and turf. But uh, there are some tweaks coming because this weather is wacky right now, and it's typical Arkansas, right? But it's kind of crazy for this time of year where it's going to be really warm, which is hard to believe with the high being 50 today. But uh, some changes, I guess, being made, some tweaks to the start times. Yeah, due to the uh, basically the weather, we know from a running perspective, you know, heat is heat. Uh, but we're projecting somewhere between 75 to 80 degrees uh, this weekend. And when you intensify running 26.2 miles or 13.1, which whether you're doing the full or the half, uh, things get kind of crazy. Last year, uh, 
it was actually a, a few degrees cooler, and we had about 500 medical call-outs. Uh, and so we just decided to uh, listen to our medical director uh, by changing the t- start time from 8 a.m. to 6 a.m. Uh, so we'll be shooting off the uh, kicking off and shooting off using the, the deal to get things done for the marathon um, this week, Sunday morning at 6 a.m. So uh, be on the lookout. You'll see a lot of runners pretty early out in the morning. And so really excited about that. Grateful for the volunteers uh, being willing to change. It's, we're going to have thousands of people come to the city. As you know, uh, we're one of the major qualifiers uh, for marathons like the Boston Marathon. And so uh, we're excited to do this. It's a big uh, money maker uh, as far as tourism and mm-hmm. quality of place for the city of Little Rock. So we're excited about it. It's a sold out event, not only for Sunday where we have the full and the half marathons, but also for our five and 10 K uh, runs that we have on Saturday. LittleRockMarathon.com for more info, especially if you want to know about street closings for those of us who live in the downtown area and what places to avoid over the weekend. 22nd Marathon, cool stuff. Uh, Also bringing in some tourists will be the solar eclipse. It will be here before you know it, and I know this month there will be a lot of preparation for different events going on, and Little Rock will be a beneficiary there too. Sure. We're we're very excited that uh, this doesn't happen often. Actually, a little-known fact is that uh, Little Rock as a mid-sized and major city, we're one of the few cities that will have two eclipses, one that will happen on April uh, the 8th time period and then also on August the 12th in 2045. I don't know how old you will be or I will be uh, during that period of time, but we'll be able to chance to see that eclipse. Uh, but we're going to have thousands of people come uh, visit our city uh, during that period of time. So we're going to be spending a lot of time in March talking about all the events that we're doing as the city uh, the Little Rock Zoo, the Little Rock Convention Visitor Bureau, everyone's working on some different things, so it's going to be pretty fun to see. Yeah, I think that'll be cool. Um, what else is going on here? Anything else happening? Well, yep, go ahead. Well, the big, you know, today's a big day. I want to just give a shout-out to Coach Walker and the UA Little Rock Trojans. Mm-hmm. Uh, they've had a phenomenal season. I think uh, they're getting close to clinching, you know, a pretty big status within the Ohio uh, Valley Conference, and so tonight they're playing Tennessee State. I'm going to try to. I got a deal at five. I'm going to try to catch the men's game uh, at least um, um, before the half uh, starts. So, look, really excited about what they're doing and continue representing the city. No doubt, wide out over there, and they are doing really well. Uh, last night, A State won their sixth, I think, in a row. So they are rolling as well. So good to see some hoops going on. Hogs have let us down a little bit this year, but. Uh, Fortunately, those teams are picking up the slack, and hopefully they can end up in the NCAA tournament. Mayor Scott, we'll talk soon. Appreciate you, and uh, let's get this thing together. All right, talk soon. Appreciate Uh, you. All right, very good. That is Mayor Frank Scott, Jr. from Little Rock. It's 1158. Chris Kane is here. After the break, Chris Alley will join us, and Christian Weaver will be here as well. I'm Justin Acre. Thanks for being with us. Central Arkansas Karting Complex, 49 Ricky Bobby Way in Bologna. Adult, cadet, and two-seater race carts that go up to 50 miles per hour. The track has 14 turns and nearly a mile long. It's time to go racing at the Central Arkansas Karting Complex in Bologna. Arkansas golf legend John Daly joins the mayhem each week, brought to you by Genesis of Conway, the future of luxury today. 